Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we're speaking with recent VCA secondary school graduate Michael Hollis about his VCE drama performance that was presented at VCE top class this year. He presented The Fortune Hunter. Welcome, Michael Hollis. Hello. Can you talk us through the solo stimulus? The stimulus for The Fortune Hunter is a story about a adventurer and a fortune hunter who is fresh from a hair-raising adventure in Zanzibar and he's looking for the other half of the map to El Dorado. So he's been searching for the lost city of gold, El Dorado, and this drama solo had to be about him looking for that map and trying to find that treasure he's been looking so long for. Uh, and the convention for my stimulus was caricature and the uh, dramatic element was climax. What made you particularly interested in this solo? It really um, excited me and it was something that I got very excited about reading and excited to research and something that really just shouted at me with a billion ideas. Um, Originally I had actually chosen the show dog, which was another stimulus and I'd worked on that for a couple of weeks, actually. I developed a few minutes of that, but then I just hit a wall and no more ideas for that were coming for me. Whereas I looked at the fortune hunter again and then a billion ideas just came to my head of what I could do, how I could do things, um, what my character would be like, anything like that. So I just made the quick decision to uh, dump show dog and pick up the fortune hunter And then that was really easy from there um, because I just had so much excitement and ideas about it that it was really easy to develop a piece. Can you tell us how you interpreted the stimulus? What angle did you take? Uh, Well, I kind of took a very... um, I I took an approach that was very similar to a parody. Um, I kind of took the conventions of similar, uh, similar pop culture pieces such as Indiana Jones and James Bond. And I kind of made my own parody of that. Uh, And I took, yeah, a very comical approach to the piece. Um, It kind of ended up developing into a Johnny English meets uh, Steve Irwin kind of piece where I uh, kind of made, made fun and made jokes of the, character himself which was really important because the uh convention was caricature so to mock this kind of central character in my own work was yeah really good what happened in the research phase uh so i had to do a couple of uh big research components so i researched um geographical uh information uh because this piece is a lot about well my piece in particular is a lot about moving around from place to place and the different adventures that the fortune hunter goes on. So I did a lot of geographical research as to where he was going, uh, how that relates to where he's been, um, what's next and where everything kind of fits in on his adventure. Uh, So I found out where Caracas is in Brazil and I found out what ocean takes him from there to Zanzibar uh, so that when writing my piece, it would all be factual and all be true. It would make sense. Um, I also did some research 
I also did some research into some of the suggested stimulus they gave us, uh, which was films such as Raiders of the Lost Ark and Lara Croft Tomb Raider. So um, definitely don't spend your whole time watching films like that because then you get nowhere. But it was good to kind of get the idea of the genre in your head so that you could create your own work that's similar yet original um, to those kind of uh, conventions and genres uh, previously created. Also, I had to do a bit of research into the mythical elements. Um, lots of the treasure and the mentions of different treasures and the fortunes that uh, the fortune hunter finds and is wanting to find. Um, obviously, El Dorado itself, I had to do a fair bit of research into uh, previous expeditions. Uh, one of the dot points actually was to recreate some of the previous expeditions on the search for El Dorado. So I had to get some information, names, places, and how I could uh, most accurately depict those uh, situations in my drama piece. What did you do to develop your work? Uh, so my stagecraft element of soundtrack helped a lot to develop my piece. Um, so my entire piece, I made a decision very early on to make my entire piece to a soundtrack. Um, as difficult as that was to rehearse and make sure it was in time, it really helped with the dramatic element of climax and it really helped me develop my piece. Um, so I got lots of different soundtracks and different music that appealed to my mood of the piece that I wanted and I compiled them all together and I would improvise based off of that uh, mood and that kind of stimulus I created for myself. So I would put on the music and I would put myself into the character of the fortune hunter and I would imagine the situation that he would be in with that music in the background. And then I would improvise and talk to the audience saying, now I'm doing this, now this is happening. And I would move around the space and pretend to be in fake fights and things like that. Um, and by the end of it, I ended up having a story and an adventure that really suited the mood of the piece. Um, also writing was a big component. I would have sessions where I would sit and write out uh, the character talking to the audience and write out the order of things that would happen. Um, but yeah, improvisation was a really uh, key part of my development for my piece. Uh, yeah. How did you go about introducing stagecraft, sound, props, or costume? Uh, so my prop that I had selected, I wanted it to be something simple, but something that I could transform quite heavily. Uh, so my prop was the map, the half of the map to El Dorado, which was a big sheet of paper that I'd rolled into a tube. Um, and that was very good because it was a, a symbolic element of his kind of longing for the treasure. And he always had the map with him and he was always seeking the treasure. Um, but it was also great to use as multiple things as a transformational object. So I used it as a spyglass at one stage. I used it as a sword to fight the pirates. Um, I used it as a, oh, like a grappling hook. I used it as an oar, a rowing oar, and I used it as the map itself, obviously. Um, so that was kind of my idea behind the map was something simple that I could transform really easily into anything that the fortune hunter might need at the time. Uh, my costume, I selected to assist my character as best as possible. So I wanted to kind of get this cocky, um, arrogant, uh, but 
idiotic character who thinks he's the best and is always trying to look for the most exciting thing. Uh, kind of a character that thinks he's the best, but he's not really, and he always fails. But I kind of went with the costume of a messy suit. So it was a suit uh, with a bow tie. So he was attempting to look all suave and fancy, but really his shirt is untucked um, because he's just been shot at and his bow tie is loose. And uh, it's kind of like a idiotic, arrogant hero. Uh, Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how you created your characters? Um, So some of the different characters I based off of the context um, that they were in. So for example, when I had to go back in time and uh, recreate the past expeditions of Sir Walter Rayleigh, I kind of looked at his character's context and that informed uh, his voice, uh, the way he spoke, the way he, the way he acted in the space and the, the historical research of these characters. Um, same with the kind of historical context of the characters from the past really helped me create those characters and recreate them on stage. Uh, so it was all, yeah, very down to research as to how those characters would be depicted. What tips do you have for the next group of solo creators? Um, I would play as much as you can. Um, Just get yourself in a space. It may seem weird, but just close the door, get yourself in a space and just improvise based off of the ideas you have, no matter how small the idea may be, no matter how silly it may be. Um, And you might think this is going nowhere. Just lock yourself in a room and play with it. And you'll find things that will really help your solo. Um, And get started early. Don't put it off until the last few weeks and think, oh, I can put together because you may be able to put something together in the last few weeks. That could be great, but it could be so much better if you spend so much time playing with what you've got than creating something. Thank you for your time, Michael Hollis. That's all right. Thank you for having me. That's all from us at The Aside. We have a range of episodes in the bank, so feel free to go through those and find one that grabs your attention. If you would like to contact us, please do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com where you can ask us a question or give us some feedback. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here and to Aaron Searle for providing the music. And thank you for listening.